peace and blessings everyone. I'm your host Sean Parker and welcome to episode 20 of Real Shift Happens. In this episode we have a really special guest and he's going to talk all about movement therapy and parkour and yoga so stay tuned you don't want to miss a thing. Walking in the fertile soil of my own being. There my ancestors' fossilized footprints lead the path to my destiny, embedded in my soul. I can feel the pain and the toil, the sorrow. I bear the weight on my shoulders, but also the joy, the laughter, the song. I hear my community deep within my spirit, quietly guiding my footsteps along the path. I go within. Thank you so much for joining me. So our special guest on this episode is actually going to lead us in a breath cycle, which is so, so good. So guys, stay tuned. You don't want to miss this. Um, and with everything that's going on right now, I think it's really important that we stay centered and we stay grounded and breathing and being aware of our breath is so important. And we talk about that. Um, we talk about some movement therapy and so much more. So let's just jump right into that right now. Returning to the source is serenity. Okay, so our very special guest for this episode, he's the host of the podcast Only Black Cosmonaut. He's a yoga and meditation instructor, a parkour instructor, and a homemade athlete, Howard Palmer. Hello, welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, 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 and thank you so much for um, bringing me onto the podcast. I'm excited. I've actually been listening to a few of your episodes and being a part of the real shift is a real honor. Oh, thank you. I'm so grateful you agreed to come on because I'm also a fan of your podcast. I love it. And everybody needs to definitely go check out Only Black Cosmonaut. Um, do a search on any of your, it should be on all the platforms, right? Pretty much, pretty much. But yeah. my biggest, my biggest uh, platform would be Instagram. And um, when it comes to YouTube, you know, the videos under under my name, Only Black Cosmonaut or OG Parkour that talks to the parkour and the fitness idea behind my life. Uh, you can always find it there. But Instagram will be the best source. OG Parkour um, or nice. Only Black Cosmonaut. Nice, nice. Yes. And, um, you know, like I said, you um, instruct meditation and yoga mm -hmm. and breathing. So to mm -hmm. start out with this uh, discussion, you agreed to um, start us off in a breath cycle. I did. I did agree to that. Yes. Um, would you like to begin now? Yes, please. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. So to the listeners. Welcome. And in this meditation or in this breath cycle, before we begin, I'd like you to take a moment to come to a comfortable space. In this space, you're not looking to shut out anyone or anything. 
you're more so looking to become aware of where you are in this moment to this space. The best way we're going to do that is by taking a deep breath. We're going to take a few of them. So let's begin. This first breath is in. Out. Now on the next breath, I want you to open your eyes as you breathe in. And then as you breathe out, you close your eyes. And that's how we're going to cycle the next few breaths. So remember, we're opening our eyes as we breathe in. And then closing our eyes softly as we breathe out. Now I want you to do that for a few cycles. At your own pace. Rest your awareness on your body, on your body's breathing. Now coming back out of this moment, you can relax the, relax the cycle. You do this daily. The idea of, of becoming aware of it allows you to cycle back, cycle in, bring yourself down to a awareness that is calming. Mm. And that is it. Love as simple it. as it is. <laughs> yes. So relaxing. I mean, just to take those few moments, you know? Yeah, you know, the funny thing as I was... um thinking about it too, it in relation to the name of your podcast, this is as well within your awareness of your breath is where the real shift happens. Mm. You know, you become again aware of your moment. And we do it so often and it's a magical, it's a magical gift to mm. be able to bring ourselves in our space, in our aerial awareness to our space. And then we can start to go inner. That's that's honestly the idea behind my name Cosmonaut. And mm. um, the word only black cosmonaut is like a play on the word one dark universe. And and that's within you. And mm. being the being the explorer or the first to explore your own inner space, like a cosmonaut, we are all cosmonauts. And most things telling people is is one thing, but doing it is another. Mm. And that that is why I'm the cosmonaut. Because I want you to reflect on your own self, that love and care and meditation and the homemade athlete aspect is is just that, you know, learning how to take care of your nutrition and taking care of your body and your health. It's you don't have to do anything extreme. But um, if you find yourself in that space, at least, you know, you can take it at your own pace, being that uh, homemade athlete. And I live those practices in hopes they're a reflection for other people to get motivated and find their own path. Mm, that's beautiful. And that's so deep. I love it. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. I love that. Yeah. How did how did you even come to this path in the first place? Were you were, how old were you? How long have uh -huh. you been on it? Well, you know, for a while I've been living what they used to call multiple lives. 
Um, but to me, it didn't feel like that. It just felt like oneness. But um, I was just very interested in more than one thing, but it all mm -hmm. connected. So at an early age, um, I was born and raised in Jamaica. So I was introduced to Rastafarianism and Christianity mm. and the idea of spirituality, um, kind of like in a holistic way, in a self-care way. God was a reflection, um, but in some aspects, he was also um, white, you know, mm. or something we needed to look up to. So with the Rasta aspect, I was learning about the I and I and the self. And the one things Rasta used to say or still say is, whole ameds or whole ameds mm -hmm. and um it just means to like to chill or relax your your mind in that moment in a mindful way and to hold your thoughts together and allow the situation to kind of unfold like relax and i in america i guess we would just say chill the chill the f out you know or <laughs> or like chill hard center whatever the new term is but it basically put is up puts a hard emphasis on the idea of relaxing but in a mindful way and I took that and just relax and chill out. I took those things to heart because um, mm -hmm. I grew up with a what I would call a um, kind of like a quick traumatic journey into myself, into into mm -hmm. learning about myself. And those 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 events brought on a way to I have to figure out a way to guide myself or I might be left emotionally drawn out or in a space where I'm just uncomfortable. So I mm -hmm. had to learn to hold and my meditation and relax. And through that journey, movement became the biggest practice to, in a funny way, it taught me stillness. Mm. And when I found that, I learned that it was called flow state or runner's high or mm -hmm. a state where you're just allowing. But to me, it was like, I'm, I'm, I'm home. Because I never had enough, well, maybe not never had enough, but the, the idea of having a strong connection with your community and your friends and hanging out a lot, I didn't do that. I had friends and people that I associated with, but when it came to doing my own thing, I wasn't worried about what people thought or if I had to do it alone. Mm. And if I needed to do something outside of that, so in a small example of my parkour, if I needed to record a video... I had to teach myself how to record and come up with angles. And same thing with learning uh, the awareness of my body. I didn't really think of yoga or meditation. I just said, ow, my back hurts. And mm -hmm. I started stretching and I started rubbing on um, uh, what do you call those tennis balls. And before you know it, I have now a foam roller. And I'm like, really, what I'm doing is self-care. And mm -hmm. the idea behind yoga and meditation, these are disciplines and pathways and even parkour these are disciplines and pathways you can follow to kind of give you the guidance but i what i felt is that i was already doing that especially mm -hmm. how i was introduced to a lot of these things so i said well let's man up let's actually step into these realms and see what they're all about what all this what all this craze is about why why people are calling it that and not meditation and yoga but more so wellness right so Back in the days, the eh, you could say the late 80s and 90s, it wasn't called um, mindfulness. It was called mm -hmm. stress management. And stress management kind of associated with uh, outside life and inside life. But corporate America was very big. And, and a thing that you go to school, you get a job, you know, you get good grades and you buy a home, that's stressful. 
Mm-hmm. That's very stressful. And I fell, whether victim or choiceful um, path into that. And I needed to heal myself because I was going down a tunnel or going down a way that just wasn't healthy. And I said, well, here it is. I can use these disciplines to kind of guide me. And I have nobody to go to a yoga studio with back in the early um, 2000s. I didn't have anybody to train parkour with, same era, 2007, 2008. And so I just went out on my own and I just did it on my own and never had the idea that it was something that I could make a life out of or something that would inspire others. But I did have a sense that if, if I ever got to find my tribe, we could inspire each other. Mm. And, and that's why I became like a, a fan of my own work and started creating all these platforms or creating concepts on these platforms and putting out videos and music. And about two, two years ago, I decided to get my um, yoga instructor certification. Mm. Uh, seven years ago, I got my parkour certification. And now I'm working on my personal trainer certification. And it's not to say that I feel I need these certifications, but they do uh, create a sense of discipline and responsibility mm-hmm. for the self, for the self. And I want that to be the biggest reflection that even though I might be talented here and somewhat disciplined here and have a knack for this over here, on top of that, I'm willing to discipline myself um, and kind of push myself to, I call it man up, but woman up or just open up and step up into a space that is more uh, a stronger reflection for others. Mm. Yeah, that's powerful. And the fact that, you know, basically you were getting this intuitively, like before you went and had any formal instruction, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I My journey prior to coming to America was um, probably what brought that on. And I know it is. I study astrology a lot and I learn about my my signs and mm-hmm. I kind of believe in a lot of the reflections it offers, especially when you know all three signs and you kind of dig deep into a journal of, of your thoughts and your experiences and how they actually reflect in a cosmic way. Mm-hmm. And I was born with a bad heart. Um, by By day four, I was having an open heart surgery that pronounced me dead. And the doctor brought me back and his name was Howard. So my mother changed her, you know, my name um, after that because I was born Sanjel, uh, Sanjel Palmer. And Mm. um, after the whole ordeal, uh, it happened again. There was actually two open heart surgeries. So the second one was at age four. So the first one was at day four and the other one was around age four. And they really thought there was going to be something wrong with me because this is 1980s in Jamaica in a university hospital. And, you know, they were just limited and I'm a baby. And mm-hmm. a lot of the experience that they have with babies that have um, paint and duct disorder or a bad heart is that um, they might be disabled on some level or have some type of um, mental disability. And miraculously around age five, I started normalizing, I guess, normalizing or becoming normal and doing things on my own. And by this time, my parents had already left for the U.S. So circle around maybe five, six years later, my mother picks myself and my sister up, who I didn't know was my sister. Um, mm. I didn't I didn't meet her until kind of that day. And if she, 
if she was told to me by my grandmother, I'm a young kid, I don't register that, you know, it's more so she's family. So then when my mom came um, and brought brought us to America, my sister originally lived with my father's mother and I lived with my mother's mother. So that's kind of mm-hmm. how I didn't I think she was my sister as well, more than, you know, just someone that I saw every now and then and I considered her family. But when we moved to the U.S., I got a quick a quick um, lesson in learning that, OK, this is my sister and this is my mother. Wow. And then, you know, maybe about a year or two later, I meet my father around the same space. But it was just a culture shock, a life shock, a, mm-hmm. a family shock, a, a personal shock. And and what I was speaking on earlier about just finding myself. So you have someone, if I'm looking at myself externally, who had a somewhat of a hard experience with open heart surgery and around people cutting, you know, just not necessarily a normal baby's life. Mm -hmm. And at least for the first five years. And in that space, this child had a stroke. He had two open Mm -hmm. heart surgeries. He was pronounced dead at one point. And then now he's living on a, um, a chicken farm with his grandparents and five to six years later, he moves to the U S and statistically, you know, they say a child knows themselves by definitely by age 10, but six, seven, eight, nine, ten, you know, kind of have an idea who they are, at least emotionally. Mm-hmm. And my emotional journey was a wave for me if I look at it externally. And mm-hmm. so I, I think learning how to find my own space was my mission. Me being a Leo, me being a sun sign, me being, um, you know, statistical leader, but then I'm also a Sagittarius and I'm also a Libra. So it's being able to understand the balance and being able to understand how to um, recoil sometimes or relax sometimes and go mm-hmm. inwards and how those things balance out is essentially what I learned. And I was really I think astrology was my biggest, biggest path in the beginning. Like I loved the idea of you were a representation of this this astrological sign. Mm. and before i think i don't remember how many years ago but it changed they adjusted it based on some something but the idea was like your um your sign may not be the same now if after these few years changed but mine stayed the same so then it allowed me to understand that if we are born through the sun on that day and what the aspects are then like i was written you know Mm. and in that way i need to learn more about that written aspect so i can get out of my ego's way and that's the journey this is where we find ourselves even today and find myself today yeah that's that's a great way of like realizing how how astrology relates to us as opposed you know because i think that a lot of people don't understand understand it you know what i mean it's the horoscope yeah. or it's this mm-hmm. this novelty thing mm-hmm. and or and then it's just like oh whatever we don't you know how does that relate to us really you know right. but it really does go so much deeper into the archetypes of you know just yes of us and yeah i i'm with that too i mean i haven't studied it as much and honestly recently i've been 
looking more into it because I'm seeing just so much more. And um, that's a great way for people, I think, maybe, like you said, to start to get into to themselves more, maybe. Yeah, it, it's again, it could be difficult, you know, especially when life happens or life is happening. But I'd like to remind myself that it's not happening outside of me doing it. Mm. You know, yes, bills come up or uh, situations happen, but I really feel like I have a sense of awareness. I don't want to use the word control, but awareness of mm -hmm. how I can direct my path. So okay. it, I'm not perfect at it, but that's the thing to get better at it each time. So I don't go hang out over there or I don't go in that dark alley or I don't over excess, you know, I don't do things that, oh, life is good. I don't need to worry. The cosmos are in control. The universe is going to guide me. God, no, no. It's right. Not, it's not that mystified for me. I'm actually the center of my universe. But mm. in a way that I'm a center of my a circumference awareness, my spiritual circumference and the energies that go in and out of that and how that, um, you know, how that works. And that energy represents itself in my astrology and through astronomy and in my way, my data life and in my way of breathing and in the way that I treat my body, the things that I eat and in the physical activity that I offer my body, especially when I learned about what the zone felt like or the runner's high earlier in life before I studied what it was. I just mm. wanted to keep going until it just didn't bother me anymore. And my father put me into martial arts when I was young. So the physical aspect of trying something was there was no fear. And I was already growing up on a chicken farm, running around chasing and running from chickens and climbing over, you know, concrete fences. So for me, the idea of moving was what I needed to do coming from the surgical aspect of my life. Um, I needed to have a strong heart, but also just the mental and the inner aspect because it, it, it created a stillness for me learning how to move through mm. my own awareness. Wow. That is so powerful. And that's, that so relates to you coming into parkour too, mm -hmm. right? It does. It does. It does. It really does. Parkour is that wellness journey for me. And it, it, it's a way for me to be proficient, um, at, at my body and mind. If I want to learn to respond to things, Parkour is like a full body discipline into that. Um, yes, I've injured myself. No, I've never broken anything. Um, mm. and, I, and I don't rush it. I really think it's a requirement of, of discipline. I talk about the key phrase of a consistency over intensity. It's the idea of doing it enough so that you find a flow to it, but not so much that you have to stop so often. You know, because mm. injury, injury happens whether you do any physical discipline. But um, the idea is to find a way to do it through that. I think I've learned that parkour is probably one of the most disciplines um, and movement where people learn to work through an injury. And not like mm. football guys who may have got a concussion or a bad, you know, spine. We're just referring to maybe like joint injuries. Okay. Um, something where the body can build up muscle and around, but you know, we find a way to grow through it. And the way I think it subconsciously relates is that sometimes you're, um, doing something you don't want to do, 
hence the the joint or walking on it or moving it. But you know that working it out and providing oxygen in it through water as much as breathing helps it to heal faster. So you might need to do that job or experience this path, not in a negative way, but in a way that um, offers you a benefit in the future by doing that. And it strengthens your bones. It strengthens your muscles. Well, not your muscles. Your muscles get stronger. So, mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. what uh, what really is parkour, though? Because, like, some people may <laughs> not have – I mean, I know what it is. But honestly, like, I've only heard of parkour within the last few years, you know? Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. And it honestly has that um, – it just came out in mm. that way of, of being a commercialized um, – movement and it's a training discipline it uses movement um kind of military obstacle course training and practitioners of it are called tracers and Mm. we look to move over complex environments from a to b it has a deeper deeper history but it's an activity or it's somewhat a sport but i don't like the idea of sport because it's a lot of internal work it's more of like Mm -hmm. a martial art it's a martial art. It's a way to self-express. And you rapidly move through environments and urban environments and kind of negotiate your running, your speed and your jumping and your climbing as you're traversing through these obstacles. And that's that's total body and mind. You know, mm-hmm. there's not really anything out there that that I can readily see that's like that. And um, that's why I love it and why I've disciplined myself all these years for it. Um, but again, it was something that was introduced to me while I was doing something similar to it at work. Mm-hmm. I I used to take breaks. And in this particular break, I was trying to figure out a way to jump over my vehicle real fast and just touch it one time. And my coworker came on. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm just I'm tired of sitting. So I just wanted to jump around a little bit. He's like, man, you can't be doing that. And uh, you ever heard of this thing called parkour? I'm like, what, what, what's that word? He's mm. like, because I've never even heard the word, you know. And it's a French word in that way, or it's a, it's, it's a, a French word in that way, and it means that movement. And he introduced it to me, and I just never looked back. And at wow. this point, there was no YouTube or anything, so you kind of had to get on the websites and read with forums and talk with people globally. And that was the biggest way too for me to realize, like my little world was bigger than bigger than me. And mm. I knew that being an immigrant and someone born from another country and experiencing this world like a television, but then I then I felt like I could connect with the outside world, outside of America. And it gave me even more fuel to know that um, I could represent a bigger me, you know, or mm-hmm. something bigger than me. Mm. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, I don't think I think parkour definitely is just now coming on more to the mainstream, like you said, Mm -hmm. and more and more people. But I think still, you know, a lot of people have never heard of it or maybe they've seen it and don't know the name, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely. Yeah. Now that nowadays there's a name for everything. So, I mean, plus there's new names for everything. (laughs) Right. And a lot of people say that, you know, that they've been doing parkour all their life and they have movement. is not Something that's abnormal to humans. But this style of movement created by David Bell or, Mm. you know, and his friends, um, it's not the same. And that's Mm -hmm. what I really want to prove in my own discipline that. It is movement. Um, it is a way that you used to 
climb the jungle gym, but the consciousness mm. behind yeah. it and the um, the discipline that now even in my age that's required to do it, it's not the same. You mm. didn't you as a child, you had the freedom and the flexibility and the, right. you know, the popularity of age and yeah. youth really or youth, I might <laughs> say the popularity of youth to live through that. But now to do that now, you really need to learn to recreate yourself. Yeah. And it, that that's that's how I see it. Mm. Yeah, that's that's awesome, though. I mean, I don't know if I could do it. I was, <laughs> I mean, I honestly like even at this age, I do feel like a little athletic, but oh, oh no, because heights, heights. It, yeah, and it's levels, and you don't have to do levels. I mean, you don't have to do heights. I've been on the ground for years with it before oh. I decided to get up somewhere. It's you're looking at over 12 years of training and every every day going out i did i think i did two 365 day uh videos um before where i trained every single day for 365 days Mm. and it's very very hard at least the first time but the after a while you learn to find a flow and i didn't do intensity every day of course not and every day i didn't go outside i did a lot of movement inside and learn how to discipline my body again the biggest the big thing you see now happening behind yoga is this this movement yoga mm-hmm. where you move around no that that's just moving around and listening to your body but now with the idea of certain movements that actually call to certain parts of your body of importance like your hips and your back mm-hmm. your lower back your quads your thighs um those 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 things work it works right. but if you if you take the space to just listen you would know that and I I think that that's the importance of this movement now, but the importance of of being a homemade athlete, of being a, a self-aware person, mm-hmm. not just into the spirits of yourself, but also the physicalness of yourself. Mm, yeah, because that's definitely a piece of it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. the mind, body, spirit. Yeah. But that's the real beautiful. shift happens. Yes, yes. But so how does how though do you think that like the meditation and yoga do you think it like helps the parkour? Do you think they all work together for you? Yeah. Um yes, internally for sure. Because with parkour, start externally, you have to learn to relax, respond to the moment. If the jump is only 2 feet in front of you, and you still have a uh, anxiety to it, you need to learn to relax. It It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I always like to use the analogy of babies and how babies, we teach ourselves as babies to walk. There is no curriculum. There is no um, platform that's out there that teaches us how to walk. We do it through observation. Now, obviously, our parents guide us like anything in space and time can do, but we make the decision to take that first step. And once we do, then everything opens up to us. And then now you can't stop the child from running around. Now we created leashes to put on kids as they <laughs> run around because they can't stop moving. And if you kind of keep that in mind, that the, the idea of moving forward and growing is something that we're doing naturally from birth, then you get into teenage years and it's a, a rebellious kind of energy where you're always so rebellious and, and or daring and, and willing to do all these 
crazy things. And then mm-hmm. maybe maybe you find another way to cultivate it through education and, you know, kind of aging and self-discipline. And maybe school helped you along the way. Who knows? But now you now you're an overachiever and you excel well through education and you like to learn things. Same energy. It's the same mm-hmm. energy. Mm-hmm. And so it's just cultivated in different ways. And now you're an adult. And maybe another example of that is um, you take care of your, sh- your shit. You know, you bring your life together. You you make sure your family's taken care of if that's your path. You make sure your uh, your home homemade family's taken care of if that's also your path. But you have a desire to always self-evolve and grow. It's just cultivated in different ways or it's conditioned out of us in different ways. Mm-hmm. And so when we learn that, oh, well, you don't really need a nine to five. You just need to put money in your pocket. Now, Mm -hmm. nine to five can put money in your pocket, but you need to also create the lifestyle you want. But if you're thinking that you need a job to make money so you can live, you're not thinking of yourself. You're thinking of these of ways to cultivate that energy that you have that grows. But now you can overexhaust yourself in it because you're not putting it into the self that's satisfied. You're putting into the self that, quote unquote, needs to survive. Mm. And the, the the fight or fight syndrome might just happen right then and there for you. And now you're so worried about not doing it right. And now they call it FOMO, you know, the fear of missing out and right. you're not you're not doing it right or people are judging you. And so. It's we're exposing ourselves, we're mm. exposing ourselves through these through these platforms as much as uh, the lack of learning about ourselves, we're exposing ourselves, you know, right. of what we don't of what we don't know. We, we used to be able to cheat our way through experiences. But now that we learn that every experience can be life in itself because you live moment by moment, then now we're learning how our, you know, because you, you could hide. You could hide right. back then. You could, you could live one way and live the other way and think no, oh, no one will ever know. No, they may not ever see you, but they will know. They mm-hmm. will always know. Just like your your lady always knows when something's up or you always know when something's, you know, it's it's instinctual. It's an energy that happens that's there that we're kind of swimming in it. You know, Mm -hmm. we're fishes in in this air and you need as much as we kind of can can conceptualize that maybe a fish doesn't know it's out of water. We don't know that we're out. You know, we can't know if we're out of maybe air let's use air as that example mm-hmm. because air is also a you know a reflection of moisture and and water so again think think of it like that and consider that if you want to offer yourself anything anything even if it's but it's something good then you will have to learn to listen to yourself right. not just give give yourself things that are told must it's almost like uh um what is medicine now versus learning how to live holistically? You know, like the doctor will be like, take this, take this, take this. And you're like, well, uh, can I just eat well and relax and, right. and, 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 and just, you know, run around often? Yeah, you could do that, but you won't because it's not on TV and it's not what's hot right now. And you're not going to look good doing it. You know, and people are going to make fun of you and you won't have friends. But if you take these, you take these pills and post that you, your doctor gave you these awesome painkillers, you know, again, it's how you focus or how, to me, again, how you focus. That's so true. And that's what it's become too. I was just um, reading up on like uh, this book called 
the yoga of marijuana and mm, she yeah she goes deep deep into just the whole all the levels of just the plant medicine and how just exactly what you were saying and how just like we'd want um you know they've created this prescribed synthetic thing that they're pushing and they don't Mm -hmm. want the holistic they don't want the consciousness rising of the people you know they don't it's not marketable you know you can't make money off of it and you can't necessarily feed the beast if people are learning how to not feed the beast. Exactly. And people don't and they don't want you to go within yourself. They don't want you to know yourself and, um, you know, realize what's going on. And it's it's a trip to see, because I guess for me, I was on both sides because I was I had like a, an awakening like 20 mm-hmm. years ago or whatever. And um it changed my whole outlook on everything. So it's, it's a trip. It's a trip to see that, you know, I mean, I feel like it's, it's getting better with, you know, as far as like this group of collective people who are trying to make a difference, Mm -hmm. but the, the masses are still, the masses is still the same. (laughs) Yeah. And my father used to tell me that, you know, learning from other people's mistake is probably your, your strongest your strongest tool for survival. Mm. And it it was hard when I heard it because it's like, so I must enjoy when people fail. He's like, no, you, you don't have to enjoy it because what I thought of learning was joyful to me. Like I had to enjoy learning mm. if I wanted to learn. Mm. So again, I'm a, I'm a child thinking through my experiences more so even my emotions. And he's like, no, it's not like that. It's the, it's the idea that you're not any different from another human being, but through your choices, you can be. And not different as in they're different from you, but different through your choices. Mm-hmm. So learning from other people's choices and mistakes can give you tools and, and armor to kind of prepare you for mistakes that you will make. So if money, the biggest thing in our community is Blacks is a, and our management and our consciousness behind it continues to be the thing, Mm-hmm. then you won't necessarily be, uh, well, you can think of yourself, but I didn't think of myself as a person that's going to change the world through money management, but I can right. change my world through money management, better money management. And so I be, I use that as a discipline in my life. And right. I talk about it often because it is, it's a constant discipline and not in a negative way once again but if i want more then i also have to discipline myself into what that more looks like through wealth right mm-hmm. well speaking of that though what do you how do you feel about just you know people of color right now in in the spaces of um you know yoga and meditation because these spaces are not competitive necessarily you know what i mean mm-hmm. and there's a real yes. competition that's that's big competition is huge in the black mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i love it i actually love what it's becoming um mm-hmm. but again what i was talking about earlier about the overexposure and somewhat of the exposing is is this is what seems to be happening now so we kind of caught the wave and it wasn't really a wave because I can remember in the, the 80s as much as the 90s when it was like free your mind and the rest will follow. You know, mm-hmm. and it, I think it was 
parliament funk or, you know, that came up with that whole thing. But it's true. And the more you learn about the mind and disciplined it through the body, then the sky's the limit and beyond. So I think what we're doing now as a community, black community, specifically black people, not necessarily um, people of color, but black people, mm-hmm. we are learning how that is our magic and magic in a, in a way that we can use it to, as an alchemist almost even to create another way into our life. But if we're thinking of it like an alchemist, for you to give, for you to receive anything, you have to give something. Mm-hmm. So when we learn to give up the, I guess, in the example of the bad path or the, 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 the products that aren't good for us, then we can turn around and receive what is best for us through the experience that we're learning from each other. And mm-hmm. so I love it, but I think um, we need to step into our own platform now and not necessarily... Um, try to associate so much now that we have our own, our own, we have the attention. Mm. Um, and I, and yes, that comes with a lot of responsibility. And in the past, it definitely came with a lot of loss. But to me personally, that's, that's not the focus. It's not about the loss or the, 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 um, the difficulty in it. Right now we have to mm-hmm. just, just like with our ancestors, um, their their path and their choices and their death a lot of it wasn't a choice right and so for me it doesn't mean i need to live like a slave it means that i need to understand that my choices are that powerful and i can recreate because even with no choice i'm here now through them so imagine when i start choosing Imagine mm-hmm. when I started creating that platform and, and moving forward in that strength, knowing that even without choosing, I'm still creating. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It takes one, you know, it takes one to lead before others can learn to lead themselves and each one teach one. And, mm-hmm. and it's just an example. And this is the path I chose. I'm going to die doing it, but I'm going to continue love doing it. And right. I'm really appreciative of all the things that happen. And I'm also cognitive of the things that I'm learning, you know, like, like within the next 15 minutes now, I, I need to step into another meeting and okay. continue, you know, do what I need to do. But it's also like, it is what it is. It's not, it's not easy. I don't need, I can't come home and just watch Netflix all day. I right. can't come home and just chill out with my buddies all day. I really need to learn that discipline behind what I want and be the example of. And if not, then it was fun doing it. I really Mm -hmm. feel that it's a lot healthier for me to learn how to grow and fulfill my life than it is just to sit around and watch it happen all the time. I don't, I don't value that journey. I know, I I know it's, it can be beneficial like downtime, you know, learning how to relax, but my whole life can't be downtime. And my right. only time, the only uptime is when I'm clocked in like nah, that that's or when I'm on some type of drug or in some type of club or something. No, why? Why? Mm-hmm. Why? Though, why my energy for myself and my self-preservation has to be wasted or brought in a wasteful environment? Can it be in a cultivated environment and a loving environment? And and yeah, it can. You just have to choose that. Right. Well, that's that's great. That's the I think that's a good place for us to stop. I know you have another meeting. Um, I really appreciate it. 
Um, and that right there, though, is the key. Like that, <laughs> that is because yeah. it's yeah. it's just like man, we gotta get no, into I'm... ourselves too, and just like the realness yes. of us, like yes. not just the surface levels. You yes. Know? Yes. No, I'm very thankful for meeting you and 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 you reaching out to me and it being such a receptive uh, reality that we're sharing because it it is difficult and I don't know. You know, I don't know if we would have ever our energies, our path would have um, crossed as much as any person that I met that now resonates with the idea of self-care, because mm-hmm. through your podcast, that is what you're offering too. the mm-hmm. real shift happens with you, with you stepping into your space and choosing that here and now I want better. And this right. is what it looks like, you know, and again, our conditionings become our condition. And so if you go to school or you have a certain experience in life or because we black we like watermelons and all these conditions Mm -hmm. um you have to learn to psychologically escape those things and you can do that on your own bob marley said it only ourselves can free our minds so Mm. if that if that's the case and nothing is new under the sun then you can do it because somebody else already did it exactly you You just have to choose it Mm. Mm. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> okay. That's what I said. Oh, I love it. Oh gosh, Howard. Okay. So, um, the, where can we just tell us one more time where we can find you? Positive, um, positive. Yes. Uh, Patreon. I'm on Patreon at Everyday Cosmonaut. But for entertainment and self work volume and how I do my homemade athletic life, you can find me on Instagram at Only Black Cosmonaut and OG Parkour. That's OG Parkour or Only Black Cosmonaut. The OG Parkour is just that. It's just about the parkour. It's about the original thing and why I chose the name OG Parkour. It means original parkour. Original, I want to, again, reflect the idea of being my own version of my athletic self, an original. And um, that's what that page is. And Only Black Cosmonaut is the, uh, the artistic aspect of that same reality it's just called only black cosmonaut one dark universe your inner space how do you express that through love and art and have fun with it and i do believe we all we all talented but you know we you got to find your path you got to find it but you got to find it you have to find like you know what i mean it's it's inside you it's inside you yeah that's that find it sometimes has that external um feeling or energy about it right you find that's it, true. i'm that's looking true. yeah but no no it's 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 inside you <laughs> internally all right yes. well all right Howard. it's been great thank you so much thank you so much sean you yes. have a great night and we will talk to you hopefully again soon and you know all of that definitely definitely reach out to me online i have a podcast called only black cosmonaut so if you're on spotify or apple itunes you can find me there and I talk about mindfulness and meditation. I also have a reading corner on that same podcast where I read books on spirituality and talk about my um, reflection on that and, you know, just share back and forth. I'm really looking to build a community or find a community that's willing to share and talk. Us as blacks, we need to figure out how to get back to each other through each other. And mm-hmm. first thing, first things first, get mindful. So find mm-hmm. me on my podcast, Only Black Cosmonaut. Or find me on Instagram at Only Black Cosmonaut. Yes. Okay. Peace. Peace. Yes. Amazing. 
so much knowledge and wisdom there so many jewels yes thank you Howard so on that note we're going to wrap it up here and until next time what do we do we have to do the inner work and create a shift in our own consciousness and we'll create a shift in the collective consciousness that's the goal so don't forget also you can support the podcast at anchor.fm slash real shift happens and also subscribe please do that on any of your favorite podcast platforms that you listen on and uh, it's real shift happens wellness podcast drop us a message if you would like to um, leave a comment do you do parkour do you have any ideas for upcoming episodes do you have any ideas for uh, our book club if so, leave us a message on anchor.fm slash happens. And also, speaking of the book club, don't forget because we're going to be reviewing The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle this month, at the end of the month. Uh, I think that'll be the 31st. We'll be um, talking about that book. So if you don't already have the book, and if you're not a member of Audible, where you can get all the bomb, bomb uh, audiobooks, do that. Go to audibletrial.com slash realshifthappens and you actually are going to get two books, not one, but two, two free audiobooks downloads and your first 30 days is free as well. So you can join in on the book club. You can get a book maybe that you've been wanting or you can get last month's book, which was really good. The Infinite Self or well, Infinite Self, 33 Steps to Reclaiming Your Inner Power. That's a super, super powerful book. And this month's book, um, The Power of Now is unbelievably amazing. And since, you know, every, everything that's going on right now, we're all in the house um, it's a good time to catch up on some books. And what a better way to do that than with audiobooks from Audible. So definitely check that out. Um, yeah, I will leave all of Howard's information on the website and in the description. So you can definitely check him out. Check out um, Only Black Cosmonaut podcast. And yeah, so until next episode, real shifters go within and make real shift happen. Peace. Mm-hmm.